post-truth apocalypse. I'm Ben. As always, I'm joined by Mike. Hello. And Claire. Hey. And today we're talking about the KGB's own project ISIS. Mm. Not the Islamic terrorists. No. There's no evidence to suggest that the KGB had a hand in forming ISIS. Well, there might be. I've no idea. That's something no, I can look into. That was the CIA. Ah, well, either way. It was someone. <laughs> Don't forget MI6. And then... Anyway, um, but before that, we'll uh, we'll do some weird news and thank some new and returning listeners. All right, so it starts with some new and returning listeners. Where we got Brussels in Belgium. You're down the list, mate. You were top the other week. We're boring you. Copenhagen, Denmark, Indora in India, Brisbane, Australia, Sofia in Bulgaria, Vesprem in Hungary, Ashburn, Virginia, Robertsdale, Alabama, Santa Ana, California, Shizuku, Japan. Look now in India, London, United Kingdom, Glasgow in the United Kingdom. I'm surprised about that. We've been quite unfair to the Scottish in the mm. past episodes. <laughs> Nothing racist, just, you know, a bit of banter. But... Yeah. Boardman in Oregon, Turin in Italy, that's new. Grenada, uh, MS, Missouri? No, M- MS. Mm. Mississippi. Mississippi, okay. Sylvester, Georgia, Ford Dulac, Wisconsin. Columbia, uh, Missouri, and Shady Nasty back at the top. No no UK in the top five. Telford, nowhere to be seen. And listener, you will be hearing explosions in the background. And we are not under attack. Yet. Yet. (laughs) Trump hasn't launched some kind of retaliatory strike on anyone he felt has mocked him in any way. We're not under attack. It is just fireworks night. Or fireworks weekend in Britain when we celebrate... The last man to enter Parliament with honest intentions, even if that was just was to blow it up. <laughs> and the youth of today are shooting them at each other, the other side of the window. Mm. <laughs> Pretty much. I suppose we better mention the US election, because we, we spoke about it briefly last mm-hmm. episode, we recorded on the night. At one point I didn't think the fucking thing was going to end. No. I, I, I refreshed BBC News for like, every day since fucking Wednesday morning in the UK, and it's just stuck on the same fucking figure. I was getting that fed up of seeing it. <laughs> and like, I'm just checking in every couple of hours, see if it then has happened. Nope, 243 states counted Barry Biden, 253. But you for fuck's sake, can't you not count any quicker? <laughs> I mean, fucking hell, I know you're going to get things right, but it's not hard. Biden, pile. Trump, pile. There we go. Sign the name off, tick the thing, make sure it's got the watermark. Jobs are good. Yeah, and do that 200 million times, Ben. <laughs> you got to give the presenters some credit. They peddled that for a long oh, time. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, imagine yeah. being like, oh, never mind, 72nd hour of US election coverage. I haven't slept in 72 hours. I thought this was going to be over in a day. Uh, like QVC, but you're selling nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and let's go now to another image of Donald Trump driving around in a limo. There goes the limo. No expression on his face. There we go. Okay, what do we think of that? <laughs> he doesn't look impressed. He's not. Congratulations, Joe. Can I call you Joe? You might be listening. 
you need an advisor of some kind, I could do that. Maybe some kind of media spokesman, I could do that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. I think I won on the predictions in night. Mm -hmm. You did. I'm so glad you didn't stay awake for the whole four days. You'd have been oh, hallucinating yeah. by the end of it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all I've done is smoke weed and watch the election footage for four days. <laughs> and I'm sick of wanking to images of Trump. <laughs> Biden not do it for you then. <laughs> I thought you'd have hung on for Kamala Harris to come on the screen, or, or maybe even Trump's wife. In all fairness, well, be desperate, desperate measures in it. Well, yeah, I see. I saw a piece in the paper today that they said Ivan. As soon as he's at the White House, Ivana's going to just fucking divorce him. Yeah. She's had enough of him. How Milana. true that is. Whatever, whichever one it is, I don't know. Ivana. That's his daughter. Milana. Yeah, Milana. you just sort of merged them, the two together. No, whatever. <laughs> I bet Trump wish he could do that. He <laughs> oh. <laughs> made of plastic though, as well. <laughs> yeah, if he stands on both close to a, in a reasonably warm womb, room, yeah. they might mount into each other. Yeah. Possibility. Or a womb. Or a womb. Yeah. <laughs> Think he's going to leave peacefully then? No. I want to see him clinging to the doorway as he's being lifted up by a couple of secret servants. And he's like, no, I'm not leaving. Come on, sir, you have to go. Oh, I'll meme that up next week. Because <laughs> <laughs> the big rumour is he's going to be arrested the second he's out of office. Possible, eh? For? Um, business dealings, uh, tax avoidance or evasion, whichever one it is. And potentially at least 20 odd cases of sexual irregularity. <laughs> oh, and the fact he paid Stormy Daniels off. Apparently, he's not allowed out of, I don't know. Campaign money. Yeah. I've heard that he's going to resign. Pence is going to take over and pardon him. That's a possibility. Because <laughs> the US president can pardon people. Now, Biden won't pardon mm. Trump. No. Well, Pence would. Yeah. Would he? How many pence would you have to pay him? <laughs> 20 pence. 20 pence. <laughs> 20 cents. I think my favourite bit of the week was actually seeing that mad woman. I, I watched it again on the video I sent you, that mad woman saying about angels coming down. Yeah. I thought when I first watched it, it was a prayer, but I think she was trying to get a chant going. I thought right. it was chanty culty. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think anyone was getting behind her enough, and then she started speaking in tongues, which I thought was <laughs> fucking like, ah, rah, 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 and you're like, ooh, that's good. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking mental, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that like speaking in tongues? Shouldn't that be like quite demonic? Like, what the fuck's happening? Well, apparently, uh, I assume it's it's God's channeling into her, and he, she's speaking the word of God, I guess. Well, it's not very good if I can't fucking understand it, is it? <laughs> we can't hear the word of God, apparently, or something. We're not divine enough, so it just comes out as babble. Oh, right. So does that mean it's someone out there, that the Pope's like, hey, do you say that? <laughs> I don't know. I'd he should, be able, to up, he should be able to understand it. He's the Pope. <laughs> I don't know. That's the big news this week, really. That's, that's what we get that way. But weird news now. This is big news as well. This is also big news, <laughs> just slightly less well known. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Trump backers tricked into joining gay communists for socialism group on Facebook. Nah. <laughs> 
basically started one of their Stop the Steal page. Uh, these guys are a bit trolley. I uh, got 40,000 members and then changed its name with an explanation. <laughs> <laughs> So thousands of Donald Trump supporters have unwittingly found themselves in a Facebook group called Gay Communists for Socialism after being tricked by its creators into joining what they thought was a pro-Trump election group. On Thursday, a Facebook group called Stop the Steal, a reference to the President's false claims. That's not very biased, is it? Can we be sure they're false at this point? Yeah. <laughs> claim that Joe Biden is stealing the US election. Uh, it was disabled by the social network for misinformation after gaining more than 350,000 members. Other groups emerged in its place, including a second Stop the Steal group that attracted more than 40,000 castaways from the original group. But less than 24 hours later, an administrator for the group changed the name to Gay Communist for Socialism without explanation, <laughs> confounding the new members. Mm -hmm. Dozens of posts from angry and confused Trump supporters asked, what happened to Stop the Steal? And why is this group called Gay Communists for Socialism? Or others demanded, get me off this page! <laughs> I think that's trolling of the highest calibre. That's great. That was someone, someone did that for a laugh, didn't they? They didn't, you know, it was never a Stop the Steal page. No, no. And then let's face it, they knew that if they keep Stop the Steal, they'd get, get it taken down, so why not troll some people too? Yeah. <laughs> okay, next one. What the fuck the hell is that? Brazilian man gets tusks attached to his teeth to look like an orc. <laughs> well, I mean, it's... He's achieved it, hasn't he? <laughs> he certainly has, yeah. yeah. I just think he'll do it speed dating. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's on Tinder. <laughs> this guy sort of tattooed about 85% of his face green. It isn't all entirely. There's still some blotches that they're doing. Yeah. I think that might be like tribal markings. Yeah. I think he's got the eyeball tattoos because they're black and yeah. he's wearing the contacts. Oh, that freaks me out, eyeball tattoos. I don't yeah. like that shit. He's, he's got... had his nostrils cut off, has he? Look at the size that they don't He's caught that on the them. tusk. <laughs> uh, the tusk is literally like about two or three inches off coming out of his mouth, isn't it? Yeah. Terrible for eating a hot dog. You get dry mouth. You start dribbling. Like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the man who calls himself Orc has spent a large amount of money and added a set of tusks to his teeth. Orc, who hails from Igutemi on the border of Paraguay and Brazil, already had 80% of his body covered in tattoos. I said 85, it's close. Oh. Yeah. In the past few years, he switched to body modification and currently has 35 changes on his body. He plans to add more in the future. Beside his new tusks, he already had his piercings under his skin, tattooed eyeballs oh. and a split tongue. I'm trying to be myself. These are just my ideas. My inspiration's coming from the heart. No, it's not. It's fucking Tolkien. <laughs> <laughs> Orc boy. I'm not inspired by anyone, he said. Well, you're clearly inspired by Tolkien. Aren't you? <laughs> I'd say so. Or Lord of the Rings. Or, you know, the, the movie. That is Tolkien. Yeah, I know, but he, he, I don't know if they, I don't know how well Tolkien describes what orcs look like. I've never read the books. It's all fucking elvish. I love tattoos, but the eyeballs is a step too far for me. Yeah, I can't Every do time. that. What about the tusks? <laughs> the tusks as well, you know. Well, the tusks I'm thinking about. Yeah. I won't lie to you. Uh, <laughs> I won't be your husband in Claire, though, with... Uh... <laughs> I don't know if they'd let him in the schoolyard, would they? <laughs> All the kids go, ah, Mummy! <laughs> Halloween would be ace, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So, he's come as an orc again, has he? <laughs> <laughs> every fucking year, orc. Every year. <laughs> I'd love to come as an elf. And <laughs> if I was him, I'd dress up as a ballerina or something for Halloween. I'd come in a tutu and tights. Orc ballerina. <laughs> what? It says orcs can't be ballerinas, Mike. Stop mm. being so speciesist. <laughs> well, this guy's a lunatic. You don't say. I mean, spent. Oh, well, where did they get the money from? We're led to believe that Brazil was a fairly poor country. Yeah, is he running drugs? Relative, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, but how come there's a fucking surplus of body modification surgeons who can just go, oh, pop you some tusks in if you like, sir? Yeah, they're probably doing 50 quid in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean it's like a shop under another shop? <laughs> probably. <laughs> It's like the place where Jack Nicholson got fixed up in the original Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the tools I have, you know, and he's just got a saw. <laughs> okay. I mean, he looks badass, don't get me no, wrong. No, he doesn't. Though. He looks like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but he looks badass, you know, as an orc, but for normal society, yeah, he looks like a dick. <laughs> but he needs to How's start... going to eat? Look at his, his jaws, like, plunged forward now. He's even had his ears done to look more pointy. Ugh. Mate, just, it, was a, it was a movie. <laughs> you know, it was a movie. Move on. Alright, go on then, next okay. one. Okay, so Kentucky Town elects a dog as the mayor. So a French bulldog, Wilbur, Wilbur Beast, becomes the new leader of Rabbit Hash, replacing a pit bull who ruled for three years. <laughs> <laughs> So Wilbur Beast declared a landslide victory over the other candidates, tallying over thirteen thousand votes out of twenty-two thousand. That's um, pretty, pretty convincing. That's good, yeah. isn't it? Making him the most popular dog in the history of the town, and the, the, the town is called Rabbit Hash. Believe it or not. <laughs> I wouldn't smoke it though. <laughs> you would. That's rabbit shit. <laughs> <laughs> my, my suspicions were so, uh, true. <laughs> last year's rescued pit bull, Brenneth Paltrow, uh, who won in uh, from 2017 till now, this year only got 292. Oh, months. that's poor. Wonder what the fuck it had been doing during his time in charge. <laughs> Brenneth Paltrow. Yeah. And this is Wilbur Beast. I yeah. love it. So a beagle called Jack Rabbit and a golden retriever called Poppy came second and third in the race. And they are now Rabbit Hash's newest ambassadors. Fantastic. You see, dip- diplomacy would be so much more fun if they'd be like, OK, the uh, ambassador from Rabbit Hash is here to see you, sir. And like, they said in this puppy. You're like, ah, <laughs> they can have anything they want. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, the, t- the town, to, so to qualify, you've got, to, uh, as a ma- mayoral candidate, you've got to be able to run from your own home to the middle of town within an hour. What happens if you live right next to the middle of town? Or has they got, you know, you think they take them to the, out, you know? No, I think it's just like, you just gotta, they haven't got a race there. They've just like, just got to live within an hour. Oh. That's all. No, but that's uh, so all Chase a rabbit. For, oh, chase a rabbit from their home to the middle of town. Ah. Oh. Okay. So to vote, the residents scroll down the names of their favourite canine on a ballot paper and then donate a dollar to the Rabbit Hash Historical Society. <laughs> I love it. Hmm. 
So, yeah, and they basically, they've been having dogs as mares since 1997, I believe. Wow. Well, I like this idea. I think we should have it in the UK. Probably doing it worse than our current politicians. Well, that's it. I mean, if you would you rather have in charge, Boris or a French mm. bulldog? <laughs> French bulldog. Yeah. Grunt What's less? Well, Mac Max is quite talkative. He'd be a great ambassador. Mm. You know, he'd go to the fucking go to the EU negotiations. He's and they'd be like, "All right, you can have the free trade. You adorable bastard." There you go. Oh, this is politics, but they'll probably fuck the dog and then, you know. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Don't think about my poor Max getting sodomised by French politicians. <laughs> you sick bastard. Uh... Well, I think that's about it, though, that one. But I think this is a fantastic idea and I may I may put it to the council that we should have a dog councillor. <laughs> <laughs> and people should vote for their favourite mm. dog. Yeah, cheaper than having, you know, the mayor turn you know, up and do things. Pay Just a quid. The dog. Oh. Exactly. Put a, put a gold collar in the dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's the dog mayor at Telford. When the real mayor turns up, it's like, oh. No, no, it's only... Oh. Where's the dog? <laughs> the dog's been delayed. He is coming. Okay. <laughs> Until then, you would have done with me. No. Don't do firework night. Yeah. It's his first thing. Firework's not banned. Fuck yeah. you, fuckers. <laughs> So let's talk about the main thrust of today, it's Project Isis. Now I'll give you a bit of background as to how this, I came to choose this, because I've never heard of heard of this. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'll give you an insight into where my mind's been over the last two weeks, mm-hmm. being stuck in a house. So I've been self-isolating, I have watched a lot of TV, right? It's one o'clock, it's 1am last Wednesday morning, we've done the Total Recall podcast in the night, I'm clicking to the telly, I'll find something to watch. And then there's this show, I come across this show on the Amazon, recommended for you to oh, watch. Oh, that says it all, doesn't it? Yeah, of course it was recommended to you. <laughs> <laughs> and there's this show called The Secret KGB Files. Right? It's from the 90s, I'd never heard of it. It says it's all about aliens, it's hosted by Roger fucking Moore. <laughs> right? Your favourite Bond. Yeah, I did watch it with you last <laughs> night. Because I, I thought, if you can't trust Roger Moore... <laughs> Who can you trust? I'm pretty sure he's Sir Roger Moore. Or was, he's dead now, isn't he? Yeah. Anyway, so I'm watching away and I was like, well, this is fucking awesome. I've got to do a podcast on this. And so I, I present to you, ladies and gentlemen, in association with Roger Moore, <laughs> Project Isis, the KGB's quest for alien knowledge. And what did the KGB find in an Egyptian tomb? Ooh. First, a little bit more background. Ooh. Year is 1961. The Cold Cold War tensions are climbing. We're just before the Cuban Missile Crisis. Kennedy hasn't been shot yet. Sputnik. Sputnik, we've had. You know, Cold War tensions are high. And the USSR is falling behind in the military technological race. Uh, The finances of the Soviet Union are stretched besides maintaining the Eastern Bloc. They're competing with the West and particularly the United States on many fronts, you know, militarily, economically, the space race... Eats into a lot of your budget. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And the Americans are capitalists. They've got, they can just make money. They can do what they want. Well, their NASA's funded by the taxes, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And in the 60s, the US is experiencing one of its most uh, yeah. profitable times. And it had high taxes on the wealthy, like 71% or something. Why? 
Yeah. Yep. And they think the Russians decide that America's lead is due to the back engineering of alien technology. I.e. Roswell, 1947, UFO crash, potentially dozens of other crashes in the same area. There's actually a theory the Americans were bringing these saucers down using high-powered radar beams, making them crash deliberately to get the technology. Okay, no evidence of that. <laughs> what, you mean there's no evidence of Roswell? The evidence was high-energy high radar target beams. on the floor. <laughs> Oh, we got another one, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, this is what I heard. Oh, fuck me. That is Trump, isn't he? <laughs> None of this is fake. Uh, <laughs> That's the difference between me and him. Well, we'll see. <laughs> anyway, they start doing frantic research into psychic capabilities in the occult. As you do. As you do, because they thought the Americans were also doing this, and they were. Yeah. Uh, the Americans guys are trying to use psychic viewing to spy. Yeah. Have you actually read the unclassified files about that? No, but I've read the men who stare at goats, which is what it's about. Yeah, it's fucked up, man. <laughs> you know, they look at guys who they, they're trying to get to like a Jedi-like state, so they yeah. walk in a room and they just immediately take in everything. They could give them coordinates, and they'd be able to see what was there, and then they go and check it, and it was right. Sometimes it was yeah, right. Yeah, well, tell you, it needs to be once, doesn't it? That's stunning enough. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And it's say, like, you know, like grid coordinates, like a barn or something, and uh, some trees or something, and, they, and they'd be able to say where it was, and it's fucking mental. Yeah, apparently they use that for the dark side, the alien base on the dark side of the moon as well. That's how they located that. Use remote viewers. Couldn't check that till 1969, could they? No. And of course they were trying to get people with psychobirds to actually, like, they would spend all day staring at a goat to try to kill it with the power of their mind. Yeah, I saw the film, I wasn't that impressed with the film, to be fair, it was alright. Yeah, it was a bit shit. But anyway, yeah, they, they started getting into this again because they were like, well, shit, if they can do that, we need to be able to do that. And it's, let's face it, if we can do that, we can also save some money because we don't need satellites anymore. You know, we just get this remote viewer to do it instead. Right, so, at the time, the Soviet Union had very strong ties with Egypt. This is 1961, only five years earlier, in 1956, Britain and France had invaded Egypt in, in its last show of sort of gunboat diplomacy. They were doing that in protest against the nationalism of the Suez Canal. Mm. Yep. Um, we basically, the Brits and the French, didn't like that the Egyptians nationalised the Suez Canal, which meant we paid more to get our shipping through from the Empire. Yep. Yeah. Quickest way from Egypt to India. India to Britain, through the Suez Canal into the Med. Mm. Major shipping lane. And the Egyptians are like, nah, fuck you, we, we want all the money from it now, not your companies. Yeah, well, they, they built it. The Egyptian people would have built it, wouldn't they? Or, or, I assume they would have probably brought in immigrants as well. But Either way, yeah, Britain and France basically invaded Egypt in 1956. To try and, and but the sad thing is the Americans put pressure on the Brits, and the Russians also said if you carry on we'll fucking nuke you, and Britain and France then stepped down and said all right then we'll call it a day, and that was the last time we ever really tried to do anything like that. Yeah, we didn't have the backing of our masters. They said no. Mhm. And largest invasion fleet since D-Day actually. Mm. So big it was. Well, I'm glad we failed. <laughs> well, yes. It's fringe science. They wanted to gather intelligence through mind control, is, is the point of this. 
But they also know that Egypt is the knowledge. There's always been this rumour of knowledge, hidden knowledge, a chamber of secrets almost, a chamber of hidden knowledge in Egypt. And then you go, oh my God, if we can get, like, that shit, mm-hmm. we're laughing. Because we'll have the right. edge then. We've got all this fucking ancient knowledge from aliens. Right. Came to Earth. Egyptian mythology, I'll get to it shortly. So they were big believers then, weren't they? Oh, yeah, well, it's cheaper than making missiles. <laughs> now, let's face it, uncovering ancient mysteries and lost knowledge, maybe even artefacts to another planet, would be a huge bonus. be a massive bonus. It'd level the playing field. More than level it, they'd be ahead, wouldn't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the expedition was organised after the chance discovery of a mysterious tomb in one of the pyramids of Giza. Two Bedouins, who were Arab native desert dwellers, who found the tomb were taken ill and hospitalised after discovering it. When questioned by the KGB and Egyptian intelligence, they repeated they had found the visitor guard. And I assume everyone in the room started questioning, doing the questioning, uh, started rubbing their hands together in glee. The visitor tomb, eh? Tomb of the visitor. Immediately, Project ISIS <laughs> was given the highest priority, and every effort was organised to find and analyse the tomb. You're a rock artist, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was Roger Moore's on screen, have you? <laughs> well, that's understandable. <laughs> the expedition was organised jointly by the two countries in secret for fear the CIA would become aware of their discovery. Worth pointing out, the commitment to Russia, to Egypt from Russia at the time was so great, there was 20,000 military personnel alone in Egypt. Training, supplying, selling the Egyptian shit. They had a big investment in Egypt. Why were they buying shit from the Russians? (laughs) I bet the Iron Sheik didn't like the Russians. (laughs) He seems quite a cool guy. So, what I alluded to earlier, the Chamber of Knowledge is apparently a record of the past and future of mankind. Okay, interesting. A record of the future. The mysteries of an advanced civilization that was there before ancient Egypt, two and a half thousand years BC, was ancient Egypt, the, the start of the civilization, which did literally just kind of come out of nowhere. The Egyptian civilization, it just kind of overnight is this advanced civilization. But that confused the Bedouins, didn't it? I bet it did. As in regards to the Chamber of Knowledge, Ancient legend says that it's either under one of the pyramids or the Sphinx. Yeah? And they've done seismic surveys that indicate a huge space underneath the Sphinx. But obviously because this is Egypt, no one lets anybody go anywhere. Don't they? Now, they wouldn't let them dig under the Sphinx in case they fucking broke it. I yeah. thought they'd have been all in everywhere, I mean, you know. No, there's some stuff they won't even let them do. They, years ago, they did this thing where they sent this robot up a, a tunnel shaft that was meant to lead to one of the chambers they'd never been in. And it spent like two or three hours crawling up this little fucking shaft. And then they, they give them permission to knock down a door to get through. Yeah. And they got ages, ages, ages. He's like, for fuck's sake, how long is it going to take? And there was another door. And the Egyptian government said, nope. Uh-huh. Took them years to get permission to bust through this one little door. And as soon as they discovered another one, it was like, oh, well, that's it. We can't go any further. They've studied it with sonar now, haven't they? Yeah. And they've, in one of the pyramids, maybe all of them, I don't know, but there's a big sort of void, isn't there? Yeah. In the middle. So I think, I mean, there's stuff still hidden in the pyramids. Mm-hmm. 
Now, if you go for the theory that maybe Egypt started off, off the back of an even more advanced civilization, mm -hmm. who knows what's hidden in there? Could be the Chamber of Knowledge. Could be nothing. Could be nothing. That's a chance you take. <laughs> So according to the reports that were leaked from the um, the Russian mafia from the former KGB files, that's how this program, that's how this documentary got a hold of them. They were, got footage of this event and the files through the Russian mafia. A note reads that um, quote, my agents have secured the notes of the scientists working at the tomb and of the, and of the, the tomb of the visitor. And they found fifteen boxes of artifacts, a partially mummified body, one stone sarcophagus and eight samples of hieroglyphs. The note goes on to say that during the investigation of the walls, they noticed a strange repulsive force coming out of them. They could not find a scientific explanation. And what's a repulsive force when it's at home? It was like pushing away from the wall itself. It was like an invisible force just stopping them getting too close. A partially deciphered engraving on the wall read that a prophecy involving the return of the winged. <laughs> Ominous. Yeah. Mothman! Uh. <laughs> but the most surprising discovery related to the mummy. For a start, it was two metres tall, which is much taller than your average Egyptian at the time. Okay. So carbon dating put the body being over 12,000 years old, which is thousands of years before the Egyptian dynastic pyramid. Period, even. So the dynastic period is when the Egyptian dynasty of kings and pharaohs started. Mm -hmm. So they go back to there, literally the first pharaoh of a unified Egypt. So who the fuck's this guy? If it's 12,000 years old, who the fuck's this guy? Yeah, well, a civilization just doesn't appear, does it? It might grow from a small tribe. Maybe he was a, an elder of that tribe. He's in the pyramid? Why, yeah. is he in, why is he in a pyramid? Because they still see him as a founder of the civilization, even though it wasn't... As big back then, maybe it's possible, surely. So he could have been in a tomb somewhere else, then yeah. put in the pyramid. Yeah. Well, maybe the pyramid predates even the, the the dynasties. Maybe the tomb was moved, but maybe it was the tomb of the visitor. But now stick him in the pyramid now. Maybe. Ooh. Don't know who he was, do we? So that's it. Well, according to Egyptian mythology. A family of gods descended from the stars and turned up in Egypt. Yeah, it's mythology though, isn't it? You know, they taught knowledge and wisdom, Mike. They got humanity up to speed. And if you think about it, Egypt is a really good place to land if you're exploring somewhere because the pyramids are literally in the centre of the landmass of Earth. Oh, right, I didn't know that. Yeah. According to Roger Moore... <laughs> I thought you said that they, this is before all the pyramids, so the pyramids wouldn't be there. Ah, good point. <laughs> they built it there to mark the spot. <laughs> but That's they, why they the pyramids. Known the spot, would they? They would have known the spot they because they're, from, they're coming down from space. Maybe they're just big S's, spacecraft. Another yeah. target. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they built the pyramids because they line up with Orion's belt. It's all astrological. Maybe there's something else. So they left behind Osiris, who brought civilization to mankind. After his death, he was mummified and buried in a secret location. And then the Soviets were like, well, what, what's the real function of the pyramids then? 
Because what's this guy? Who's this guy? He dates the dynastic period. Yeah, I just give an explanation. It could be an elder. Well, astrological, astronomical lineups for the pyramids. Yeah, they read the stars back then, didn't they? What if it was to channel the energy of the cosmos? Wasn't well, no evidence, is it? <laughs> what energy of the cosmos are you want about? I don't know. Dark energy? Yeah. <laughs> Power. Maybe the people were before like a class five civilization. Well, a class five civilization, they wouldn't bother with shitty stone pyramids on Earth. No, I can't see it. The, yeah, the pyramids didn't look like they, they did now. The the finish has gone off and they used to have a, a smooth exterior coating. Well, if they own the universe and you think they'd be able to get something that and would stand for a bit of wind and rain over the years, wouldn't you? I don't know, they're lasting. Well, yeah. Only jokes are crumbling, aren't they? They've lost their exteriors yeah. and the golden tops over the years. Yeah, so uh, you watched the film of this footage. I did. Right. So it shows, uh, you can find this listener online on YouTube, definitely, and if you've got Amazon, you can watch the fine investigative reporting of Roger Moore. It shows the discovery of this sarcophagus, and these guys basically shovel the lid off it, <laughs> and then this gas comes out. Uh, along with the reaction of the soldiers who, who exposed to it, Film cuts then, and we end up with the room sort of being set up for scientific analysis, and now all the soldiers are wearing protective suits and respirators. Someone drank the sarcophagus juice. <laughs> <laughs> in the documents, it shows what has been revealed to be found in the sarcophagus is the remains of an alien creature who died in Egypt 10,000 years before the birth of Christ, which is, I think you'll agree, possibly the greatest discovery in human history. If it's true, yeah. Yeah. Why wasn't they wearing like hazmat type suits before they went in? This is the Soviet Union. Yeah. They didn't think they needed radioactive suits at Chernobyl to start with. <laughs> <laughs> Health and safety was not a priority no. of the Soviet Union. So it was the first two guys that went in that become ill? Yeah, you can see him on the film getting ill. Mm. Well, certainly backing away from it, coughing. It's not going to smell good though, is it? No, but there's really some stuff coming out of it. I mean, it does look like this gas just kind of rolling out. Mm. It's so thick, you don't actually see the body at first. It's cleared. That, to me, that was a bit sort of... Uh, sure. Someone's put a bit of dry ice in there. You know, it's a bit of mystery, a bit of, you know... Could be, couldn't it? Could be. It's a, it's a, it's a bit of Raiders of the Lost Ark, isn't it? Uh -huh. Well, this is exactly... This is communist Indiana Jones in here. <laughs> Could be fake footage. Well, you saw the footage of the alien crash in the. Uh, I've got the name of that written down somewhere. Or maybe not. Anyway, the, the scene of that crash in the video, that looked pretty good. Yeah, it could be anything though, couldn't it? Could be a test spacecraft. The Russians are using it as crash and they're just filming it. It could be aliens. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> it's not definitive proof. Could be a toppled over water tower, tower, yeah. and they just move. <coughs> so it looks like it. It's like a flying saucer that's sort of like been thrown into the ground, mm -hmm. doesn't it? I I think I'm, I'm down with this. I think the case like I think it's, let's start with the beginning, all right? The KGB going out looking for forbidden knowledge. Do you think that's a thing? Wouldn't surprise me. Nazis did it. Yeah, that's a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think they found 
this mysterious body? Quite possibly. Right. Yeah. Is there any more proof? But like just I said, the it footage. could be an old... Just the footage. There's no... Could be an old tribal leader. Could be anything, couldn't it? Could be a god. Could be an alien. <laughs> There's not much of a god, is he, if he's dead? Well, they all die. <laughs> Do they? Jesus died. Was there any attachment, sort of, you know, links to pictures of the skull or the, you know, any of the tests stood on yeah, the body? No, no one knows where it is now, just the, the carbon dating, it was that old. This is, and the Russian just... mafia got hold of this? Yeah. That's a bit dodgy, isn't it? Because they have contacts inside, you can get this stuff. They sold it to Roger Moore. <laughs> <laughs> what did Roger Moore say about it? Well, you know, he left it up to us. Yeah. <laughs> Always a consummate professional, Roger Moore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm actually, I think I'm with it. Oh, of course you're with it. <laughs> no doubt about that. I'm with it. I knew that as soon as you put the topic, I knew you'd be with it, of course. <laughs> you know I'm a slut for aliens. I know. <laughs> Especially sexy green aliens. Maybe the losers are two metres tall. Mm. Yeah, so the footage of like, the flying saucers stuck in the ground, they're just sort of standing there with their guns, just... You know, no one jimmying open any other things, crowbars, <laughs> nothing. kicking it and smacking it with a hammer. Yeah, Depends no what the orders kickers. were. The orders were just to secure the location until someone gets there. They're well, a special team of people who recovered sources. It could be disinformation. It could be the Russians wanting the US to think they've got something when they haven't. What if the US had it as well? What if it was sending a subtle message? Could be that as well. That footage was basically smuggled out. It wasn't, mm. uh, and then given to the producers of Roger Moore's fine yeah, programme. Yeah, I know, but it still could be disinformation. It could be a plan. It's oh. not hard to do, is it? Why don't they just share information of this kind? Well, they wouldn't in the 60s, would they? And when did the leak come out? Oh, in the uh, late 80s. There was still a Cold War, I suppose, just... Yeah, but no side had ever admit to it, would they? Because then they were like, well, we need the crap. We need an alien ship now. Yeah, well, it's taken ages for the US government to, you know, admit it, hasn't it? That's it. Maybe them guys are looking for this guy. Could be. But until there's proof, I can't say either way. I'm on the fence, sorry. I'm just giving this, <laughs> this evidence as film footage. Could be, it could be doctored, it could be fake. The dry ice effect is yeah. too cinematic for me, really. Is it a possibility that that footage was from an unreleased Russian propaganda film called The Mummy's Curse and how Lenin yeah. defeated it? Could be. <laughs> could be anything, couldn't it? Yeah. It's interesting, it's, you know... I think the... So yeah, well, Egypt, Egypt, Egypt was a lot more advanced than we possibly give them credit for. Like they were having help from star gods. Not much help, were they? Well, they, were, they were pretty advanced, but they weren't like, you know, super advanced. Yeah, but you don't like just give everyone everything at once, do you? Well, maybe they did that to Atlantis. And <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, Egypt said, well, look what Atlantis did with it, they, they blew themselves up. Exactly, they, they don't want nukes. If you gave the Egyptians a nuclear warhead, do you think they'd use it? Yeah. Really? I of course. Because they, have they got the moral system to think it's wrong to wipe out a city with one girl? Nah, we're humans, aren't we? It's war, then you want the upper hand no matter what. Of course they'd use it. There you go, so it's, maybe that happened. Maybe. Some so speculation. So the next time when they started these star gods, <laughs> they're like, right, start with the pyramids. <laughs> A-bombs come later. <laughs> Much later. You know, build us up gradually. But if you get a UFO crash, all of a sudden you just jumped a few hundred years ahead, don't you, if you can get the stuff to back-engineer well, it could be in it. It could be thousands of years ahead, couldn't it? Well, yeah. 
And also, if you are a government contractor working on this thing, you're not going to go, right, okay, here's our new UFO fighter plane that can do all at 3,000 miles an hour and stop in an instant and then change direction at the same acceleration. Breaks the laws of physics. Everyone's going to go, well, where'd you get that? No one else is even close to that. I guess they'd have to work out where, the, where it was powering itself from, wouldn't they? That's it. Maybe we can't yeah, replicate that kind of power mm-hmm. yet. You know, they go, so, okay, here's the stealth fighter. There you go. That's like a little bit from the alien ship. Then in another 50 years, we'll get maybe, like, discs instead of aircraft. Occam's razor. Yeah, the most obvious thing is that humans <laughs> thought this stuff up through years and years of top engineers and physicists working this shit out. But then, what about <laughs> Roswell? What, what about, about it? What about aliens? Aliens must have crashed here. Doesn't they? No must about it. It just stands to reason. No, it doesn't. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> That's the whole point. No evidence. Roswell's got loads of evidence. I think if they were visitors, they, they, they wouldn't crash. They're pretty advanced. What if they were brought down by high-powered microwave radar beams? That we haven't got. We haven't got. <laughs> we could do it. Look, the US government admitted there's things in the skies that we can't. We don't know, yeah? Mm-hmm. I'm willing to believe that they're probes. Alien probes, possibly. But the fact that we've it's crashed, we've got the, the technology, that I'm not on board with. It's too far. Too much of a stretch for me. I'm on the fence. Final answer. <laughs> Claire? cinematic it's made in 1961 communist film it's not cinematic (laughs) it looks shit (laughs) the recording qualities were terrible that again could be manipulated yeah that's used to their to you know to their advantage isn't it a bit of fuzz here and then you're like oh i don't know too inconclusive for me well I believe they're out there, though. I still believe they're out yeah. there somewhere. But I don't think they're going to visit and crash ever. <laughs> you, won't be, you won't be saying that in December when they invade. <laughs> so I've got a month. They're still not going to crash. <laughs> they might they're, do. They're going to hover around us, then invade. They're not going to crash. <laughs> We're going to bring them down somehow. It's possible one may crash at some point. You never know, but... I, I imagine it's probably unmanned anyway, so... Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. I'm not saying I, I, it's open. It can be. It's possible. That's why I'm on the fence, Ben. Oh. <laughs> you ain't going to get me. Well, I think it's a very closed opinion to have, Mike. What's that about? It's <laughs> the most open opinion you can have. <laughs> I'm, willing to, I'm willing to listen to both sides of the argument. And anything that's what, more conclusive than the other, I may sway my opinion. Well, if one did crash and it was like alien, aliens... And you know, no one sort of really noticed it crash, or maybe they did, but it then it then it's away, you know. Maybe there is like an alien from aliens patrolling the woods at night, impregnating foxes. <laughs> yeah, I think it would reproduce pretty quickly. Yeah, <laughs> we'd, we'd, uh, we'd see it. It'd have taken over a country. <laughs> yeah. Be like, oh, all of a sudden, you know, Colombia's gone dark. <laughs> <laughs> And then just one by one, all the countries just start disappearing into chaos. Yeah, into I think we know then. Face suckers everywhere, trotting around the place. Oh, they'd be so cute. Ah! <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 they'd be taking over cows and everything, yeah. wouldn't they? 
Oh yeah, I suppose they'd start with cows because it'd be easier yeah. to easy to catch, wouldn't well, they? Or your foxes or your badgers. Yeah. yeah. As long as you can get a face sucker on it, it you're, you're, and it you're takes away. It's that genetic code of that animal and, and turns it into something different. An alien snake. Yeah. Yeah. If you got an albatross, you'd have flying aliens. <gasps> well, that's a fucking shitty day, isn't it? A giant bat. Oh <laughs> my god, I mean, they're bad enough on the ground. Yeah. Swim- they field day on this planet. Yeah. You'd have ones in the seas, like as big as sharks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fuck. Blue whales. Oh, man. Kill a whale, aliens. Come out with them big teeth, and then another fucking mass, equally yeah. massive jaw comes out. And when they've totally taken over the earth, then what? You'll have to go live in space, aren't we? Earth. They start eating each other and that. They'd go dormant, wouldn't they? Yeah, they'd all sort of hibernate. Wait for like the next the, food source to come yeah. along. Oh, it's like that movie with like, what's his face? They have the alien cell in space, and then it's black. Nah, it evolves, and it's on the space station. Oh, it's called Life. It's Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah, that's, that's all right. It's pretty yeah, sick. the alien gets to Earth. He tries to fire himself off into space, doesn't he? Mm. But he gets to Earth, and he's he's just the entire pod's full of this alien. Like a jellyfish octopus type yeah. thing, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I think I watched that. Because yeah. like, it just leaves you at the end with that, that yeah. pod, doesn't it? Yeah, because he's screaming at him not to open the hatch. Don't open the hatch. And then they're, they're like, oh, he must mean open the hatch. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. that shit in there with him? Doesn't matter, open it up. Uh-huh. He should have really wrote a, wrote on a piece of paper. Uh-huh. Where did you get that from? <laughs> Post-it notes stick <laughs> on the window. <laughs> Don't open alien inside. Or just breathe on the glass. Yeah. Yeah. Science offer does it again, boom. Okay now, that's the that's the place to end it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might drop. <laughs> oh we'll end the show on some weird news then. Yep. You weren't for it then, Claire. You thought the production values were too shoddy. Yeah. One day I'll get something that convinces you. <laughs> Maybe. I hope I, so. I thought if Roger Moore couldn't convince you, <laughs> <laughs> you can. <laughs> I hope so. I really want to be a believer. Mm. All right. Okay. All right then. Let's end on some weird news. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Dad labelled gross for getting poo tattoos with his kids' names on his leg. Wow. His little shit. <laughs> <laughs> the dad of six captioned a picture of his inkings that were complete with flies and corn remnants. I got my little turds tatted on the back of my leg. There's uh, a picture of the turds. A bit, yeah. He probably shared the picture of his new inking and the internet uh, was not impressed. Viewers slammed his body art as fucking gross. His tattoos feature each of his child's names along with a sketch of their business. Uh, <laughs> Lovely. Wow, well that's classy. That one looks like a leaf. <laughs> you argue, they all look like leaves, really. Mm-hmm. Bobby's got big shits, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Better than what else. <laughs> He's a beast, is Bobby. Yeah, like flies flying around in yeah. It's a bit fucking grim. Yeah, isn't it? Uh, somehow she wrote, ruined your whole leg. And they're calling it the trashiest thing they'd ever seen. 
That's certainly shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like you said, I thought there were leaves at first, and there turds. Leaves falling down his legs. Yeah. Yeah. What? I want. Actually, does it look like a leaf? Yeah. Like a leaf. The other one looks like a rolled up tobacco cigar. Yeah. It's crap tattooing. Mm. I don't approve of it. Why would you want that? Some people are just dickheads, like. <laughs> so I pause them too. Quite obviously. No, I don't think that's. I think that's all we're getting out of that one. <laughs> Next up, Indian doctor paid seventy-two thousand pounds for Aladdin's lamp after being fooled by fake genie. <laughs> that's fantastic. I hope you've dressed up as a genie <laughs> with like curly shoes and a turban. Ah, my lamp. <laughs> Dr. Liak Khan told police in northern state of Uttar Pradesh that a trickster pretended to be an occultist and made a genie appear from the lamp saying it would make him rich. <laughs> it's not even a very good lamp. It's battered, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but that makes it more realistic, doesn't it? Course, if it's yeah. brand new. Then. The genie apparently was the second con man who was in on the swindle. Well, no shit. <laughs> For a second there, I really thought he made a genie appear. <laughs> <laughs> the impressed victim paid 7 million rupees for the lamp, but when he bought it home, a genie failed to appear. <laughs> <laughs> Would you wait till you got home? I'm like, I'd get in my car and do it. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine just putting the lamp on a passenger seat and driving home yeah. and just looking at it. I wish I wasn't stuck in this traffic jam. <laughs> oh, I'm still in the traffic jam. It appears there's been a mistake. <laughs> yeah. And he, he realised he'd been victim of an audacious scam and contacted police. Dr Khan told news outlet NDTV.com that he met the two men while treating a woman he thought was their mum. I want to see Dr Khan's qualifications <laughs> because I like to think that a doctor of all people would not believe there's such a thing as genies living in lamps <laughs> and crap wishes. And if they, my doctor does believe in that, I don't want him to treat me anymore. Because clearly, he's not going to treat me very well. No. I can see it now. A lot of the guys like, watch this, rubs a bit of a, rubs a lamp, a bit of dry ice, an explosion. His mate comes out behind the curtain, dressed as a genie. Painted <laughs> <laughs> himself I'll take blue. <laughs> Here's the money. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid because... If it was a lamp with a magic genie, why would he be selling it for seventy-two thousand pounds? He's had his three wishes. Ah, that's possible. But where are you coming he, from? He could have wished for you know x amount of million pounds, so he wouldn't really need seventy mm. odd thousand pounds. So I'd be questioning that first. Well, what have you wished? Yeah, that's double what have you wished for? <laughs> why are you still living in this shit hole? <laughs> Why didn't you wish your mum to get better? <laughs> yeah! I might use all his wishes up at that point. Mm. Maybe she overdosed on a supply of drugs he got for her uh, by wishing to make her better. Or just non-prescription stuff. Maybe she don't eat on coke. Uh, heroin. <laughs> he wished for some heroin for his mum. <laughs> she OD'd, she went nuts. I wish mum had all that heroin she needed. Uh. <laughs> Apparently this guy wanted to touch the genie, but they told him he, he wouldn't. He couldn't because it would harm him if this guy touched the genie. Well, that makes sense, I suppose. <laughs> they took him to a priest or a baba, and they started brainwashing him. 
So we got brainwashed then as well. <laughs> they brainwashed him and robbed him basically and just left him with a lamp. <laughs> now that is elaborate. It's yep. a lot, but it seems like a lot of effort. I don't know, they've got nearly 100 grand out of it. Yeah, alright. <laughs> but it seems like a... It seems like a lot of effort that I've got to I've got to buy. Uh, first of all, I've had to purchase a lamp. Yeah. Second well, of all, it's about a couple of quid at the flea market. <laughs> Second of all, I'm going to buy me mate a genie costume and cut him in on the deal. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to get this priest in on it as well to brainwash the guy. So I've got to cut another way. Well, still, at the same time, I'm going to buy the dry ice, the pyrotechnics. Still have a twenty grand in your pocket. And then find a mug. Exactly. Find a find a doctor of all people. <laughs> He'd better have wished for all disease to end. Well, he's not much of a doctor, is he? No. <laughs> Hippocratic oath and all that. Mm. Here he is with the, the magic bullet to cure everything. I'll give me a drug that we can take once a day and stop you getting any disease. Wouldn't even mean that. You'd just say eradicate all human diseases. Or any disease on the planet. Well, I was being generous and suggesting that you might have had a stake in that drugs company. Ah. Capitalist. <laughs> Capitalist pig. Well, he's gonna make some money out of it somehow, hasn't he? He's just come up. He's just his wished a genie. His second wish could be. Yeah. So that means he doesn't have to work. His first one, if everyone's not. All here. the wealth in the world. And then I'll have. No, well, that, that's <laughs> There's well. no point in having all the wealth yeah. in the world. Four million pounds. I don't know. Everyone else will be peasants. <laughs> I've never seen Aladdin. So can you wish for bad stuff to happen? Is there a certain element of karma? He's not allowed to kill anybody. Mm. He's not allowed to make someone fall in love with somebody. It isn't real, Ben. What you're about? <laughs> this is Aladdin. What, what, what are the rules? I'm just saying. What are the rules? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Rule number three is no more wishing for more wishes. Could I wish for more genes? I just said that word for word. Uh, yes, you can wish for another genie because that's what happened in the film. Haven't you seen it? No, I've never seen it. Well, Jafar wishes to be a genie and he wants to be on a powerful genie! And then, like, you get little cuffs on your hands and then you get sucked into the the lamp piers, you get sucked in, and then you're somebody's, you know... Slave? slave. That sounds terrible, who wants that? But first, you've got to get get discovered in, um, the, in the, the Cavern of Secrets. Oh, right, okay. So you may never get discovered. Yeah. There's an earthquake. So I'm stuck in a lamp. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, for no, like a, a sofa? For thousands of years until somebody finds you, like in in you know, like in a, in a tomb, but in I'm Egypt got, type of thing. Have I got like a miniature apartment studio in this lamp? Have I got a bed and a telly? Yeah, and... When, you t- when you take the lid off, you can just see your face and you're like real squished. Oh man, that, well, that sucks even more. Yeah, you really haven't seen it. No, it's a great film. No, <laughs> oh, well. This guy sounds like a fucking idiot. He's <laughs> a doctor as well, so I can't get over. I know. Oh, man. Well, that's the best scam I've heard of. Yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? Okay, yeah. last bit of news. So, Loyal Dog makes a 62-mile journey in two weeks to find her owners. Oh. So, a golden retriever from China has spent the last four months at her owner's friend's house, 62 miles away from home, before she decided to make a break for it. Oh. This loyal dog walked 62 miles in the quest to be reunited with her owners. Did the dog know where they were? Ah, uh, she didn't actually make it, if you read down a bit. Oh. She was found by somebody and... Yeah. Oh, right, well, that's, that's a relief. Yeah, it didn't, didn't actually find its way home itself at the inhuman 
intervention. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh yeah, so it was found a uh, hundred kilometres away from from their home, and someone, uh, yeah, dropped her off. So she got hopelessly lost then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it needs a bit of human help, but she made it home. Hey, oh. well that's heartwarming. It is. Maybe we should become mayor of that town. Mm. She didn't do it in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll move her there. Oh. Do it in an hour, yeah. Fucked up facts. Yep. Have a jingle. Facts, facts, fucked up facts, 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 facts. Brilliant. Go on the mic, hit us with a fact. 10% of Americans think it is acceptable to start drinking at 10am or earlier. Seems like perfectly fine to me. Don't have an issue with that. On a weekend? Day off? Yeah, on a day off, if it's, you know, you know, it's going to be a nice day, you can check the cool box down to the garden, filled with beer. Can't say I've partaken in that, sort of like 12, 1 o'clock or usually, you know, even on a summer's day with a hot... You know, really. It's festival rules. Yeah, it's, that's a bit different. Festival rules are furlough rules as well, so you can do that. <laughs> as long as you don't do it every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, yeah, just a couple of other days. I've got to drink nine to five. <laughs> that's what I was doing. I was drinking ten till six. <laughs> drinking nine to five. <laughs> Trying to make a living. <laughs> Thank you, furlough scheme. In 1995, internet pioneer Robert Metcalf predicted the internet was on the verge of catastrophic collapse. When did you do that again, sorry? 1995. Oh, he's fucked that, honey. In 1997, when it had not collapsed, he printed out his words, put the printer in a blender and ate them. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say spread it around and called it the Millennium Book. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> More than 90% of the world's population consumes caffeine on a daily basis. Wow, weirdly, I'm, I'm one of the other 10%, but not one of that percentage. That fits in. I think it's okay to drink at 10am, so I don't need coffee. Mm-hmm. Ah, but do you drink Diet Coke? Yeah. It's caffeine yeah. in it. Uh, well, I don't have coffee. What's worrying is that 90% obviously is going to include children. They shouldn't really have caffeine, should they? Yeah, fuck it, what can go wrong? Look, <laughs> <laughs> I start to crave it, that's all. <laughs> a cosmic gas cloud has been discovered with a heartbeat that is in sync with a neighbouring black hole, but scientists have no idea how the two are connected as they're 100 light years apart. Oh, they're in love. That's <laughs> so One's beating and one's pulsating in time with it. Yep. Mm. They're in love, I'm telling you. <laughs> That's what it is. They're coming closer, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be devoured with a massive orgy. <laughs> Super magic black hole. <laughs> <laughs> that was a whole new meaning to that phrase. <laughs> That's what happens after the orgy. That's what everyone's left with. <laughs> a supermassive dark hole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hairdressers in Mauritius are offering free haircuts to residents as their excess hair can be used as an ultra-absorbent material to clean up an oil spill on their shores. Oh, that's good. Okay. I'd brave the shade for that. 
Do you bet? Yeah. I shave man anyways, it works for me. <laughs> the ancient Greeks not only had mobility ramps to enter their temples, they also paid a maintenance allowance to disabled people who were unable to earn their own living. See? Ancient Greece, it's alright. Mm-hmm. Yeah, DLA back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> In 1992, a metal detectorist in Suffolk went in search of his lost hammer. Right. And found more than 27 kilograms of Roman artefacts, including 15,234 coins, dozens of silver spoons, and 200 gold objects. Oh. <laughs> what does he have to do with them? Does he have to hand them in, or? Yeah, I think so. I think you do get a fee, though. Possibly. But it's shit. <laughs> That's how. Uh, that's how Nicolas Cage made his money in National Treasure, the finder's fees. <laughs> so I'm basing my knowledge of that on. <laughs> yeah, because that guy that found all the Saxon stuff that was like the biggest find ever. It was on the show in Birmingham Museum, so I mean, they have to take donations, didn't they? And so those government would have to buy it off them to put it in a museum if it was a state museum, wouldn't they? Well, I think it's just skanky if you've like took the time to find it, you know. Yeah, I've been 15,000 fucking denarii. What's that working out nowadays, fucking money? Mm. That's got to be a fair bit. I don't know, under all the gold. Oh, I want to go metal detecting now. Yeah. Couldn't find that bloke's hammer. No, we don't know in our luck, we'd find his hammer. Probably shit tons out there, isn't there? Yeah. There's gotta be. I bet you there's loads on the bottom of the seven. I bet if you dredge that up. Yeah, they dredge they used to dredge that heavy so often. They have to do it with the rivers. Yeah, it's certain not at every point I imagine. Oh we're on the on the banks of the seven, there's, there's gotta be loads, haven't it? It's massive. Yeah. I'd go with one round there. Mm. Alright, well it's flood season, so you you <laughs> <laughs> try to eh? <laughs> like one for Christmas and Mike, yeah. Yeah, it. And some waders and I'll be away. <laughs> During World War Two, the famous keep calm and carry on posters were never used. No, they weren't, that's true. Officials nixed the campaign because it thought was thought to be patronising and divisive. Uh, I just uh, think it's quite humorous. I think they just dug them out and profited off them years later, haven't they? Just a bit. It's true. The average American has 16 friends. Well, they're doing better than me. <laughs> Three extremely close friends. Mm-hmm. Five people they like and would spend time with one-on-one. And eight that they consider friends but would not seek out. I suppose that kind of makes a bit of sense when you put it that way. Yeah. But right, in it? But, you know, on Facebook, if you haven't got, like, 400 friends, you're a loser. <laughs> I've got less than a hundred. Is that how it goes? I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, I'm sorry, how many have you got, Mike? Oh, I've got about 4,000. <laughs> <laughs> I've got 130 like, something, I think. 140. I think I've got 190 something. I don't know how many I've got. I, 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 don't, know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really keep count, but. I only saw because I looked the other day, to be fair. Was, I bet uh, some people keep count, don't I they? I was looking for people to get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no way that out of them 100 and. 80, 90, whatever it is, that you wouldn't go seek out company with, would you, one-on-one? There's a few I wouldn't. 
That's what I mean. That's a lot. I wouldn't. That's a lot. That's what I mean. Why am I even walk past you in town? Or vanish into a shop? How many times have I vanished into a shop? <laughs> Put me your up. I'm like, ah. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Social flower. Yeah. In 1982, 37% of American dads had never changed a diaper. By 2000, this had declined to just 3% of dads. It's the emasculation, of, <laughs> the demasculation of humankind. <laughs> my, my brother did two with his daughter. Was that it? Yeah, the whole time she was in that. It, it'd be something I would try and get out of as much as possible. I'd say me and my husband 50-50. I don't know, it depends what it's like. If I open it up and it's like, oh, that's not too bad, I'll do that one. Maybe it's like a complete fucking mess. I'm just like, no, put it back on. Hope you don't. So hope the wife notices. Uh, <laughs> and then just, <laughs> just walk out the room, put the baby back, and walk out the room. She comes over to me. She's like, oh, you smell it. And then just you're like, yes, yeah, got that one covered. <laughs> that was all over him. He's gonna need a shower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I used to babysit. So I used to have to do it. Did you? Yeah. It's not too bad, is it? Really? Come on. Well, it's horrible. It stinks to fuck, but and it's horrible, but it's not. It's it's only for a few seconds, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Does anyone want to take a guess? What was the most popular hat worn in the Wild West? Let's say it wasn't a cowboy hat. Correct. I'm gonna go for one of them ones with the with over over your ear sort of mittened sort of not mittens. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the, the ones with the ear flaps. Like a lumberjack hat. So yeah, I'm I'm thinking warm. Deerstalker. Yeah. <laughs> Deer stalker. Mm. Yeah. That's got the flaps, hasn't it? Yeah, it got flaps and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Deerstalker. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, sort of like that, but real fluffy. Okay. I will go for the cold side of the West. Yeah. Yeah. Gets cold at night. I will go for like oh it's like a slouch hat, just like a it's got a brim, it's mm. floppy, but it's a floppy brim, it's not a rigid cowboy hat. Where are you both from? Oh. Little, oh. It was a bowler hat. I was going to say bowler. Mm. I can see that about town. Yeah, I can <laughs> see certain people having a bowler. You always see bowlers yeah. in westerns, don't you? Yeah. Like the guys, guys in the... Business wa- owners normally and the, the bankers and things. and Yeah, I guess the politicians so. Politicians and... Oh, he's not my people. My people Waifs and strays. You're in like Colorado, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> you should, I was thinking California, so I was going with like, to keep the sun. I, up I don't here. know where I am, but I just know that, that you know it gets cold at night. There's a fire. You, maybe you know you're cooking up some beans. I'm cooking up one of the people who died. Missing you're in the, a few teeth. You're in the Donna party, and you're trapped under 15 feet of snow, and you start eating the dead. <laughs> mm. We'll have to do the Donna party at some point. That was just quite an interesting tale of cannibalism and survival. Mm. Oh, is it like that film? You know, the one with the they crashed the plane? Alive. Alive, oh, oh. Yeah. That's uh, nasty. Yeah, it was actually incredible anyone survived at all with the Donna Party. We'll do an episode on it at some point. Mm. Okay, you are likelier to die on your birthday than any other day of the year. That's an even chance, isn't it? Lots mm. of famous people have died on their birthday. You're more likely to die on your birthday. 
And more likely. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> that's yes. what that means, isn't it? You are likelier to die. More yeah, likely yeah, to die. I suppose so. Yeah. Well, surprise party? Could be. Dying from shame at the lack of surprise party. Yeah. People get pissed on the birthday. Yeah. Accidents. Fall about things. Walking onto a car. Yeah. Or they do stupid stuff like when I go bungee jumping or, you know, swimming with sharks. <laughs> 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 How many people on their birthdays get ripped apart by sharks? I want to go to a shark. Surely a Florida man else. <laughs> well, maybe they just out on a night in the town and then some guy runs into the bar, screams something in Arabic, and detonates himself. <laughs> <laughs> you, know? you know? But you wouldn't have been there if it wasn't your birthday. It's not the kind of place you go usually. You just go a bit fancy out of the town. Oh, moving on. How tragic. <laughs> moving on from the terrorist attacks. Stay, you can have them. <laughs> on people's birthdays. <laughs> the world's toughest known bacterium, Dionokos radiodurans, can resist 1.5 million rads of gamma radiation, 3,000 times more than would kill a human. Well, it didn't cool. kill Bruce Banner. Do you want to know what it's known as? Cockroach. The Hulk. <laughs> Close. Conan the Bacterium. Oh, that's great. Yeah, but if they it's got more gamma radiation than that, would they then mutate into a very small Incredible Hulk? A bacterial-sized Incredible Hulk, because he was made by gamma radiation. You'd call it Bruce then, wouldn't you? Yeah, I guess so. Mm. So it didn't kill Bruce Banner. The fossilised Viking poo. Nice. <laughs> The Lloyd's Bank Coprolite. Right. That's what they call fossilised pure coprolite. It was found in York, where a branch of Lloyd's Bank now stands. The depositor had a diet of bread and meat and had a lot of intestinal parasites. Sounds fun. Sounds like he wasn't cooking his meat properly. Sounds like he liked things a little bit too rare. (laughs) Simply smelling someone who is happy also makes you happier. Hmm. Next place I so fucking miserable all the time, like you reek. I <laughs> wonder <laughs> oh, no, that's why Joe Biden always looks happy. <laughs> that's what it is. Mm. Who's happier than a young woman on stage at your convention, eh? <laughs> Sniff their hair, get happy. Mm. Well, that explains it all. No, I don't think any Trump voters got a basis to call him creepy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's anyone really. There are 109 journeys between tube stations that are quicker on foot than by train. Makes believe, sense. Yeah, I can believe that. The back stairs you've got to go up and down. Oh, fuck yeah. And they are literally on every corner. Do love the tube though. Yeah, me too. It's actually quite nice compared to some. It's not as bad as it used to be anyway when you had murderers hanging around down there. <laughs> I didn't really notice the murderers. <laughs> I was just going shopping in London or going to do whatever I was doing in London. Well, you're half a barricade while you're uh, on your day out, while you, you know, and you're a Brazilian plumber and you don't understand people shouting stop at you. And then, you know, you shot six times in the back of the head by an SAS marksman. <laughs> Who knows? All right, last couple. Golfers can get golf ball liver from licking their balls. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they're golf balls, not their balls. 
football liver. What's that then? Fuck knows. But then get it. Your liver turns into a golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's because you, you. I don't know with golf. Do they change a the ball every time they do a hole? I don't know. I didn't know they lit the balls, but perhaps they do. Well, they they treat all the greens and stuff, so you don't know what sort of chemicals yeah. your balls are going to have on over here. That's it. It's licking now. <laughs> well, I don't know. I've never licked my balls. <laughs> I've tried. <laughs> you caddy to lick your balls, honestly. Yeah. Pay for, well, that's even weirder. Are you paying them? Prostitutes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How much? I'll lick your balls for extra tenner. <laughs> well, I'll get golfer's liver. <laughs> I'll get golfer's liver for you. <laughs> I'll risk it. <laughs> Bet they're on a fine salary. <laughs> Any of the tips? If you fire lasers at the brain of a fly, you can make it have sex with a ball of wax. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. Why don't they just put another fly near it? Or something? I don't know, but I really want to try it. I'm going to need a fly and a candle. Yeah. And a laser. And a laser pointer. Yeah. What the fuck are scientists doing? <laughs> they could have killed cancer by now, but no, they're pointing lasers at flies' heads and then watching them fuck a ball of wax. <laughs> well, I mean, that's entertaining, but... Mm. How much grant money's gone towards that? Maybe it's towards mosquitoes, if they can get flies to sort of, you know, fly towards the, the wax. It could, you know, help with mosquitoes and they could be marketing some sort of... Laser defence technology. <laughs> no, he put a piece of wax. Oh, yeah, where's the money going to come from? I haven't have... thought this through. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like that room Catherine Zeta-Jones gets into in, in that film she did. Yeah. Uh, Entrapment. <laughs> Entrapment. Yeah, she's, she's going between other laser beams. <laughs> so your room would be like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really haven't thought this through. You'd have to have the switch on your bed so you can go, right, fuck you, mosquito. No, a bit like... I watched Resident Evil the other day, the first one, and that they go into they get shuffled into that corridor. Yeah. And that oh. laser grid thing comes out. I love out. the first one. I got bored. Did you? Yeah. I thought it was good. Do you like, like it? it? Yeah, I thought it was I good. The first, I, I've watched them all, but they get a bit shitty, don't they? Yeah. Like the sequels, but that scene like. was ace though. That scene was great, though. Yeah. Then I just got a bit bored. Uh, the dogs looked a bit fake as well. Didn't yeah, they? the CGI didn't hold up on them. No. But even so, yeah, I'll try it again. I got halfway through. It's got that Rodriguez chick in it. She's pretty cool. Yeah, but I just look at her as being typecast now as tough female soldier. Yeah. Mm. So that's every role she ever plays, and you're like, oh man, is this where it all started for her? It started Fifth Element before that, wasn't it? She in Fifth Element? Uh, Mila Jonovich was, was yeah, in Fifth Element. Um, I'm one about the other bird, what was her name? I, I don't know, she's... Called her Rodriguez, but I don't even know if that's her name. Uh, she was in Battle LA as well. Yeah, she was in Avatar. Where she was a tough female soldier. Yeah. 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 She's been typecast over the years, but hey, she's made a living out of it, hasn't she? Yeah. She's doing that role, so, you know. This must be quite limiting for her. Maybe she's I a really good actress. I'm sure she's done this stuff. Alright, well, okay. 
She's lamenting her career. So I mean, she's, right, she's been successful, but... Do you think she's a good actress? She's all right. She's good at what she does, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yes, I'd find it as an actor... Yeah. ...a bit, um, bit like, oh, man. Yeah. All I'm going to be is Tough Female Soldier 1. But when you got to pay your rent and shit... And she's been in some big films. Yeah. She's not an A-list actor, though, is she? No. She wouldn't be on the big, big books. No, but still been in some big films. Mm. Oh, certainly big B movies. Well, she'd been Avatar, and that was massive. Mm. Oh, I thought that was boring as well. I love Avatar. Do you, do Until you the Avatar? end. I like Avatar. I liked it. Um, lost me in the middle of the heavy crap. It got a bit confusing with the getting into the old pods, and I'm like, why can't they breathe the air? What's going on? Oh, look at all that, like, you know, cute little blue alien <laughs> things. I think they can breathe the air. It was just that they wanted to learn about the... Cat people. Yeah. yeah get so, into their bo- like their bodies, and they're yeah. so much bigger and so all that. So therefore, then they can experience in being in that body and in that tribe, being one of them. Gaining their trust, hearts and minds, yeah, and then moving in and raping their home. Yeah. Well, they weren't there to do that, were they? They were there to infiltrate them. No, Sigourney Weaver wasn't. She had to study them. Yeah. Well, of course, the military comes wading in. Once and also, the end, the end of that sucked. There's no way those fucking... That line of humans in them next to the assault robbers lose to a bunch of fucking animals. <laughs> <laughs> Hold the fucking line, suppressing fire, come on. And you train soldiers. What the fuck's that about? There's a planet united against the uh, corrupt. They took prisoners, that was their mistake. Sent them back, didn't they? (laughs) Should have sent back their fucking heads. That would have stopped people coming. Ben's the only person that watches Avatar and analyses the fucking human invasion and and thinks he could have done a better job. (laughs) Why he got to improve on things? My husband, uh, I do t- take some things like quite literally. If they get things wrong with the film, I'll be like, "This just, I just can't, can't get taken away with the film." And if I can't, if I'm questioning it, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he's just like, "Why have you got to question everything?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Because you know, that's what I did." Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I did it. Game of Thrones for me when she started burning everybody, totally took me out of it. I was like, "No, this is bollocks." Yeah, but if you set that scene to "For Whom the Bell Tolls." Mm-hmm. By Metallica, it looks fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the whole end of that show sucked. Anyway, if you fire lasers at a fly's brain, you can make it have sex with a ball of wax. I think that's a great place to end. Yep. Yep. And then so, I've been Ben. Thanks for listening. Don't do the favourite. Don't join the call. Follow us on Facebook. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. And I've been Claire, and keep an open mind, but not so open that it cripples over it is. <laughs> <laughs>